You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And we'll dive right in with college football. Um, the biggest game, I guess, <laughs> since we last did this, was uh, the Alabama-Auburn game, which went to four overtimes. Did you get to watch that one? Um, no, so I was driving mm-hmm. back from Laramie during that game, and Mary texted me, and she's like, are you watching this game? It's insane. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. She's like, all this overtime, like, Alabama was not having a great day. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I know a lot of people were re- very sad that Auburn could not pull off the win. Yeah. I, I get it. Um, people like to see Alabama fall. I just don't want to see a bunch of SEC teams in the top, like, 10. Yeah. And everyone hates that. I shouldn't say everyone, but most people hate the SEC, so. Yeah. I feel like most people do not, but, like, I got, I was talking to someone, and I was like, yeah, like, I don't love that the SEC teams don't all play each other, like, in the Big 12, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. And I'm like, okay. It's like, you can't even say things like that, but or I can't. Maybe because I'm a little aggressive about it when I'm like, <laughs> everyone should play everyone in a conference. Like, that's the point of having a conference. Like, you can't just be out here playing schools no one's heard of. I couldn't even think of a school no one's heard of, um, like a cupcake team, to put it rudely. Mm-hmm. But Alabama goes on to fight again against Georgia on Saturday for the SEC championship. The game I did watch was the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state game. Mm-hmm. And that was wild. Yeah. A lot really lots of good games. This is probably, I feel like this is like one of the best weekends of college football in quite a while. Like, yeah. Long. yeah, it was, it was a fun weekend. I mean, starting with, it started with like the Ohio state Michigan game. That was like the noon game. Mm-hmm. And Michigan won forty-two to twenty-seven. I didn't think Michigan was that good that they would beat Ohio State this season. That's the first time that Harbaugh has won since being head coach. Yeah, in this game, he also said he's going to donate. Like, uh, I guess this is a bigger than sports thing, but he said he's going to donate like any bonuses this this year from or to athletic department employees who had their salaries cut due to covid that's like, so their salaries nice. reduced so that's like a nice nice thing to see good guy move yeah i never really liked him that much i think it's just because he used to coach the niners and since i'm a seahawks fan i never you know obviously don't like the niners but but now i'm like i've never really had a reason to dislike him <laughs> i mean now you have a good reason to like like him yeah like that's a, that is such a big move um but that's a that's a big deal so that's really good. And then that's a big win for him. He's having a good weekend. He's being a good guy. We'll see how the rest of the season goes for them with their postseason mm-hmm. appearances. Um, following that game was that Penn State-Michigan State game. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure because of Mel Tucker, you had some not – Great feeling. Who did you want to win this, actually? I mean, I always want Michigan State to lose now, so. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter who they're playing. 
Oh, okay. Because I was like, did you want Penn State to win? Because you don't ever want Penn State to win either. I don't really like Penn State either, but... So, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it's a... I The couple I was staying with in Laramie when this game was on, one half of the couple is a Michigan State fan. I'm like, that's so unfortunate. I'm like, but Mel Tucker, he's like, Mel Tucker's great. <laughs> I'm like, mm. Don't tell a CU buff. That's a hot take. That, like that's a, I don't know. He, you, he got that ten year deal, and as soon as he can get leave, like which is like any coach, like this isn't just Mel Tucker, but like mo- a lot of coaches, as soon as they get like another offer, they're like, okay, well, bye. Without, it's just like more frustrating because the day before he left, he's like, I'm never gonna leave. Yeah, and now everyone else is doing the exact same thing. Oh yeah, I mean, like I'm sure Lincoln Riley who for folks who don't know for our like three listeners who don't really care about sports they just listen because they like us <laughs> first of all thank you and second of all uh lincoln riley was the head coach at oklahoma state and he or oklahoma ooh, don't want to mix those two up and then he like left right after they lost to oklahoma state for usc and the deal is like bananas it is wild um what he like what usc is paying to take him and like paying for his house and all this stuff all the alleged things that they're giving him and i'm just like man i don't think you would ever turn around and say that like college football's not a business after seeing this deal and some of these deals and all these coaches who like leave the day after a pretty big game mm-hmm. yeah Hap- it's ha- happens more and more yeah, and so it's like these coaches uh, are really out ghosting their players. Not quite ghosting, but like, you know. Yeah, no, I get what you're what you're saying with that. Where they like they don't say anything because, of course, it'd be like your boss telling you that they're looking for another job. Which, like, I've never had a boss say, "Hey, I'm looking for another job." It's just the, "Hey, I've accepted another job yeah. and I leave." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like on a bigger level, because it would be like your boss who came and saw you when you were 16 and then they like have known you for the last couple of years, know your life. And they're like, all right, also bye. I'm leaving you. See if you can figure out the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, uh, it's, it's hard and it's unfortunate for some of these players who kind of get left up the Creek when coaches leave. Yeah. It's a, I'm a bummer. And then they leave. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and they go somewhere else. Transfer I mean, portal. <laughs> That's a bunch of players were like, yep, we're leaving from Oklahoma. I'm sure a good number will be leaving just across the board. Like we're in like transfer season and coaches going to other places season, which today and yesterday, Twitter has been bananas when it comes to where coaches are going, speculation, all these things, um, which is also kind of fun. It's the only, because I don't watch any reality TV. This is the drama I live for. (laughs) Yeah, I want a reality TV show about college football coaches. I'd watch that. Wow, uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has that kind of. Uh, one of the housewives' husband is an assistant coach for Utah football, or like a coordin- like some sort of coordinator. I can't remember exactly, but she's like now embroiled embroiled in like this huge legal scandal of like defrauding people and wire fraud and stuff. So that kind of has some, like he's in the show somewhat. So there's a little bit of that, but that's probably as close you're going to get. 
Oof. No, that like that kind of drama is like not. I don't want to want to see that kind of drama. Just, <laughs> like I, I want the like safe drama that doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely maybe, very shady. Maybe I'll get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, ooh, that was such a that was so far from Michigan yeah. State to Salt Lake City. <laughs> um, and then the Iowa Nebraska game. Nebraska maybe. Maybe their coach is like, he's proven that they should keep him, keep him. Like Scott Frost is like, Hey, we held our own against Iowa only losing 21 to 28. Yeah. Not a good look for Iowa. No, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's hard because it's college. So it's like, you have a good day. You have a bad day. Maybe they had a bad day or maybe they're just like, not that good. I don't know. I'm not an Iowa fan. Yeah. Either. Yeah, it's they're not a team that I follow closely, uh, surprising no one. And then LSU, Coach O's last game, they upset Texas A&M. 27 to 24. Um, A&M was ranked number 24. Man, poor Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> Said did, no you, one did you want A&M to win? Um, I don't really care either way about that. Um, I know a lot of AM fans living in Texas, but a lot of people are LSU fans here too. So it's just kind of like it's whatever. It uh, yeah. Poor AM fans, but I like a good upset, and I like a good upset in the SEC. Mm-hmm. We love a good upset here. Exactly. Exactly. Um but now we've made it to conference championship season. Very excited. Which is also another good time. Yeah. Who who do you think is going to win the Pac-12 championship of Oregon versus Utah? I think Oregon will do it, but I want I kind of want Utah. Ooh. What about you? I want Oregon to win it. I think they have the best chance of getting the like most attention if they win and go like whatever bowl they do yeah which is good for the conference just for like monetary reasons mm-hmm. what about baylor oklahoma state i guess oklahoma well i i guess i want oklahoma state i don't know i never really root for Bar- baylor but you um i think oklahoma state all season was kind of like creeping like mm-hmm. they're now ranked number f- five yeah but like I'll see when they like win a game. I'd be like, is Oklahoma state good? Yeah. Are they good? <laughs> turns um, out, <laughs> <laughs> turns out they're very good. And, um, Baylor is also very good, but I think Oklahoma state will still get that win. Um, I think they're going to come prepared. They, they got that win against Oklahoma. They, they humbled a team that will be going to the sec because it just means more, and I think they're going to come into this game really strong against Baylor. I think so, too. I think they'll win. Yeah. It, it'll, it Actually, it should be a very good game. I don't think it's going to be, like, a super, like, you know, one side where Oklahoma State's going to do really well and Baylor's not, or, like, I think it's going to be an equally matched game, so it'll be probably the more fun game. Yeah. Um. Utah State versus San Diego State. Um, 
I think San Diego State's going to win, but I would like Utah State to win just for the upset. But it could go either way. (laughs) You? I think San Diego State's going to win. I think they're very good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is they've been very good in the past. Like it happens. Love that for them. Yep. Um, Appalachia State versus the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. (laughs) It's always a tough one. I don't know. I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be Louisiana, but Appalachian State's been known to cause an upset. Their favorite, Appalachian State is favored by three points, and they're not Mm -hmm. ranked. Louisiana is 24th in the country, so that's kind of interesting. That is very interesting. That never happens. I'm sure the betting people are going yeah. bananas over that one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Houston, Cincinnati. That'll be a really good one. Yeah, I think Cincinnati will be fine. I think they will be fine, but I think Houston's going to put up a good fight. I think they'll put up a good fight, and then Cincinnati's quarterback will be the the deciding factor. That's fair. That's fair. So who do you have for Georgia Alabama? Um I think Georgia. I think Georgia will win by a touchdown. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a fair prediction. I don't, I, th- I don't think it'll be a it'll be close, but I think they will win. I think Al or Georgia is like hellbent on finally winning. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get after it. Yeah. In Michigan, Iowa. <sighs> Probably Michigan. Yeah, I agree. But again, that could like it conference championships can always go either way. So it's true. It's very true. We can make educated guesses, but um, but I think the hardest one to decide on will be Pitt Wake Forest. That that's accurate. They have the same exact record. 15th and 16th in the country. Pittsburgh is favored by three points right now, it looks like. Okay. So. I got. I think Wake Forest is going to do it. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I'd like to see Wake get a win. Mm-hmm. It's, man. And then right after, so the champion, the conference championships are this weekend and then like going into, I think like next week and the following weekend for like other conferences. Um, but then bowl games start on the 17th. Yep. Lots of good things for us to be watching coming up. I know it's, it almost makes it worth it that it's cold outside. You don't want to go outside. You can just watch all the bowl games, basketball, football, like NFL football. Um, and then, you know, all the drama of college football, all the coaches going to different places. The coaching carousel has begun, and it is exciting. So for folks who care about it, uh, you know, grab a bowl of popcorn. It's exciting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, Want to jump into college basketball? Yeah. Um so I guess a few highlights from this past week. Um, Alabama, number 16, lost to Iona. Uh, Rick Petito's Gales by four points. That was a fun game. That just, whew, he's out here. He's ready. Iona is going to win something this year. Yeah. 
kind of like to see it. It's kind of fun. It is the most fun. Um, it, I, I love to see a good upset one, and it's his comeback. Mm-hmm. It's his comeback year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another upset, Dayton. Upset number eight, Kansas. Yep. Which we love to see. We yeah. love to see Kansas lose. Dayton's always sneaky. Yeah, they are. I mean, they make it into the tournament every year, right? Yep. Well, just, yeah, for the most like, part. Like most of the time, yeah, they make it in and they make it past the first round. Like Dayton is the Dayton, what, they're the Flyers? Yes, the Flyers. Yeah. They're out here being sneaky. All yep. these schools in the Midwest that no one's heard of until it's college basketball season. <laughs> And then uh, Kansas plays uh, CU here in a few weeks um, in Boulder. So that should also be a good one to look forward to. Yeah. I hope CU wins that one. Be nice. (laughs) It would be ideal. (laughs) And then uh, number 19, Iowa State uh, beat Memphis. Beat, like, is a one loose way to say it. Uh, ended up winning by uh, almost. Well, I was like, yeah, twenty point game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Iowa State's good again. They were not good last season. All of a sudden, very good. Yep. And then very sad that your Zags got an L against Duke. You know, we're not too sad this it's a good i think it's a good thing in the long run um yeah we, there was a lot of foul trouble on both sides but particularly more for gonzaga it was very frustrating to watch the ref the refs in that game because it was just like one of those classic like let them play games like where they were calling everything on both sides and um but that's how it goes so I think it's I think it's good for them to to lose this game in a way. Uh, I don't I don't like the idea like of being undefeated heading into March Madness, and I think they could easily like lose another couple games too this year, which is fine. Uh, the WCC is really good this year, actually. Um, yeah, I was watching that St. Mary's game before the Gonzaga game on like the week of Thanksgiving, like earlier in the week of Thanksgiving, not Friday night. And I was like, oh, St. Mary's showed up. Yeah, and San Francisco, um, BYU, like I think it's going to be a good season for them. And it'd be nice to see them get, you know, maybe three teams into March Madness. I don't know. That'd be good. That'd be excellent for the conference. Yeah. So we've got, let's see, four Four teams in the top 50 for Ken Palm, which is, is that better than the Pac-12? It could be. That is the Pac-12. What are you talking about? One, (laughs) two, three. Pac-12 barely has four. So, not quite, but yeah, for the Conference of Champions. I love the little slogans of the conferences. I don't know if the WCC has one. They probably shouldn't get one because the Pac-12 gets so much trash for being the conference of champions, which 
to be fair, the Pac-12 teams, they win a lot of, like, Olympic sports. They put people in the Olympics. They do great in that. But, you know, football and basketball has been lackluster in recent years. And then the SEC, it just means more. Like, why? So the the West Coast Conference is our way is West, which (laughs) is just dumb. (laughs) Like, instead of our way is best. Like, I don't know. That's silly. Ooh. That's the only thing I can think of. But that one oof. Well, the good thing is they'll probably rebrand in a couple of years. Everyone rebrands. Even the military. It used to be, you know, cross into the blue or, or you, I don't know. Yeah, it all changes. I really fumbled that. But you know, <laughs> they, they change phrases all the time. When they do a refresh. In a couple of years, they'll have a new head of like marketing and branding who will be like, the WCC is really the conference of basketball champions. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, upcoming games, number eight, Kansas versus St. John's. St. John's is always sneaky. Kansas isn't favored by that much, so maybe they'll get the upset. Ooh. We'd like to see that. That'd be a this tough look for Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Clarify. Well, we're, still yeah, I don't know. We're, we're still on the men's. We'll get to the, the women's. But yeah, um, I'd like to see St. John's get that. St. John's is usually okay. They again, Another team that makes it to the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have a matchup. Undefeated Iowa. Unranked, but still undefeated. Versus uh, number two Purdue that has not lost yet potentially another good game it could be it should be a good game because iowa has been pretty good in the last couple years at basketball mm-hmm. yeah so that that should be a good matchup and then number 16 alabama versus number three gonzaga yep that's saturday in seattle at climate pledge arena Ooh. It play? and storm play um, oh, cool should be should be good i think that will be a tough one for gonzaga because um of alabama's defense Okay. So they could also lose that game. I don't know. We'll see. Wow. Hopefully not. starting to sound like me when I talk about Wyoming. Like, they could lose. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, like, not afraid of losing games. I feel like last year was just made more stressful by the fact that we hadn't lost a game in my okay. mind. But yeah. I think it's better to be, like, to have, you know, other teams, like, push you mm-hmm. so that you can then learn from it and make changes should you come up a team like that in – March Madness, which you likely will, but um, yeah. And then uh, this game will be over by the time this podcast comes out, but my game of the week is UCLA versus CU uh, in LA. And I don't think CU is going to beat UCLA this year, but it's possible. Would like to see it happen. Don't think it's going to happen, but (laughs) sometimes CU surprises you. Like they'll play really badly against, uh, teams that aren't that good and then they like seem to pull up a couple of pull out a couple of upsets every season so watch they out play for the team they're playing that's yeah not ideal but they do it and so they yeah. play some good games Ugh, so much potential that's a good pick thank you <laughs> um and then texas tech and tennessee play Yes, so Texas Tech is also undefeated at this point. Tennessee is ranked 13th. They're playing in the Jimmy V Classic uh, this weekend, so another one to keep an eye on. 
should be fun to watch. Yeah. Man, good basket. Yeah. And if you are a Mountain West fan and you like Wyoming, they're undefeated. So watch them. Nice. There you that, go. That's my, I can have one good Wyoming plug for sports. This I like week. that. <laughs> and they invited Guy Fieri to the game. Hmm. They're like, come watch us. I loved it. I love that he's in Laramie. I cannot wait until that episode comes out. That's funny. I small, small joys in life. <laughs> um, for women's basketball, um, it was a close game between Notre Dame and Oregon State, uh, both ranked, and Notre Dame won 64 to 62. Um, I feel like the women's games, I see so much about them, and I'm like, man, these are some good games. And then Stanford beat Maryland 86 to 67. Both were top 10 ranked teams. Um, when I see Stanford doing really well like this, I'm like, well, this is just the Pac-12. I know we just like made fun of the Pac-12. Pac-12 for women's basketball is really good. Um, I think the Pac-12 and the Big Ten is the Big Ten's usually pretty strong. Um, and so I'm excited to see what the Pac-12 does. And then for folks looking to watch women's basketball on the weekend, because I feel like Sundays, again, are the day of like good matchups for women's basketball. Notre Dame plays Connecticut. And so hopefully this can be one of those instances where Notre Dame plays up to who they're playing since Connecticut is always very good. And then a good in-state rivalry of Texas versus Texas A&M. Another good one. Yeah. I mean, both top 25 teams, um, it should just be a fun game. And I've watched probably more of Texas than Texas A&M, but yeah, should be, should be great. And my, we're not going to do a ton of NFL stuff because it was not like the most exciting week. We're not too the exciting. We're kind of like in a holding pattern right now, I feel like with the NFL. We really are. Like, it's just kind of, if the Lions had won, it would have been an exciting week for the NFL, but the Lions are like 0-9-1. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like we could speculate all we want about what's going to happen with like playoffs and stuff, but it's just, I feel like we need more time to see what happens. We do. So, just want to see the Bills win. Against the Patriots. Well, against the Patriots, I want to see them win the Super Bowl, but my game of the week is the Bills versus the Patriots. Um, When the Patriots lose, America wins, especially when it's to America's sweetheart, the Buffalo Bills. That is Monday night. So make sure you don't do anything too exhausting Monday so you can watch the game. Nice. (laughs) What's your hot take of the week? Um, my hot take of the week is about sweet potatoes. I feel like they've become kind of like a new fad, like how Brussels sprouts had a, had their moment. Well, they're still kind of having a moment, I guess, but <laughs> I feel like people are all in on different sweet potato forms, like tater tots, fries, um, just like making sweet potato for like your dinner with like chicken and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, it's a big part of Thanksgiving, and I'm out on sweet potatoes unless it's, like, in a fried form that I can dip in, like, an aioli or ketchup or something. Um, just I, Like, I feel like they're good combined with salt and, like, savory stuff, but just in, like, if I can really, like, cover it in something else. Like, with a potato, there's not enough other stuff going on 
to like mask the sweet potato. So that's my hot take because I feel like people are really, really like them. They do. Sweet potatoes are very good. <laughs> Especially Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving ones are good. They're good put used as like noodle substitutes. They're good in various types of like sauces. Man, but more for the rest of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. My hot take is that biscuits and gravy is gross. Mm, that is a hot take. Yeah, I'm not about it. I think that the great, I don't love gravy to begin with. And um, like I'll have gravy at Thanksgiving and put it on my mashed potatoes like that. Gravy's fine. The biscuits and gravy gravy is so gross to me. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I feel like biscuits and gravy looks gross, but um, I feel like it tastes good. But I understand like also some people like probably just can't get past the look of it. Not that that's your like it's the texture gripe with it but that's fair it's just too much soft yeah. and that's it <laughs> it's just like very soft i uh, i don't know speaking of biscuits if anyone has a recipe for a good gluten-free biscuits let us know yeah like that's that's a i'm sure there's someone who has one I i'm sure right yeah uh yeah um there's a friend of the pod who is gluten and dairy free who Great. she might have a really good recipe okay <laughs> we can offline <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what's your wine pick of the week uh so i don't know i feel like thanksgiving week is like a really heavy food week so i yeah. like try and drink a like well if i'm having wine i try and drink a mix of like red and white because red can just be too heavy after you know a couple glasses of it um, so my pick is called Sea Pearl Sauvignon Blanc. It's surprising no one from New Zealand, um, Ooh. on brand, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, the bottle's kind of cool. I had it recently when my parents were here and I liked it. What about you? Um, so for, at Thanksgiving, I don't know why my parents get red wine. They'll get like, um, a Merlot that no one drinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I opened the bottle and no one touched it. And then they also always get the Moselle Neuschwanstein Riesling. And so that is what I very happily drank Thanksgiving Day. Um, is my it's one of my go-tos for a white wine. Nice. It's very light and it's not too sweet. And there's a little picture of Neuschwanstein Castle in it. So like that also brings me happy feelings because yeah. It's a beautiful little castle. Sounds lovely. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a very cute bottle, which <laughs> is also on brand for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, man. All right. So do you have any plugs this week? I don't think so. If there's any specific topics that people want us to talk about, slide into those DMs as people do. That's true. We're, we're getting to the season of filling some episodes with some random stuff. So if you want to hear about Cork, Ireland, well, there's an episode about that already, but something similar, hit us up. Yeah. And then usual listen to tailgate society podcasts and check out the content on the website. And yeah, that's all I got this week. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you soon. Emily and Emily. 
Sports and Courts.